0: Alright, so welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And this is on Nightmare Alley, which is a Guillermo del Toro joint. I'm a big fan of Guillermo del Toro. Movie is based off a novel and also a movie maybe from the 40s, 50s. This one is written and directed by Guillermo del Toro and also by Kim Morgan based on a novel by William Lindsay Gresham. This movie stars Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, and Tony Collette. The synopsis is, an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooked up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. So, this movie is a period piece. Would probably take place maybe 30s, 40s, somewhere in that time period. Maybe 30s, 40s, 50s. The movie starts off with a house being burned down. You see Bradley Cooper's character involved in that and there's really not any context. Bradley Cooper showing up at this carnival looking for a job. And he's willing to do any job, doesn't matter what the job is as long as he can eat, get paid. So there's not a lot of dialogue from him first maybe 10 minutes of the movie. Just kind of examining all the people at the carnival. Again, this is a period piece, so a lot of these wonderish Types of carnival rides or attractions. Eventually, he meets an older man that it's not necessarily his wife. They're just a team. She is supposed to be the tarot card reader slash psychic. It's really all just a scam. But Bradley Cooper wants to help out with that particular attraction. So the guy that he meets that is also a part of that lets him in on the secret, lets him in on certain aspects of what's going on, like how he's manipulating people and manipulating people into giving up information, then using that information as, oh look, this is what you were thinking. Tony Collette's character, kind of very early on in the movie, she just feels up Bradley Cooper. She just wants to have a sexual relationship with him. So then there's another character there that It's played by Rooney Mara. Bradley Cooper is really fond of. So he's kind of making his way around some of the ladies in the carnival. Rooney Mara's character, her father has passed away. She's been entrusted to some of the people in the carnival because her father was in the carnival. So people are looking out for her. And then they see Bradley Cooper, Stanton, Carlisle come through and just like, well, hey, he's a fast talker. He's trying to manipulate people. You shouldn't leave with him. So they wind up forming a relationship and then wanting to leave the carnival. Bradley Cooper takes along with him the book of secrets to show how to take advantage of people. So he goes to see Chicago or New York, take this act on the road a lot better than what they were doing at the carnival. So he gets to a point where he's making a lot of money He and Rooney Mara are married at this point and everything's okay, but Bradley Cooper just wants to take it one step further. He wants to do it one step bigger, what it should. And Rooney Mara wants to just keep it small, just keep moving from city to city doing all this. So Bradley Cooper's really kind of convinced himself that he can read people's minds. He's this wondrous psychic. At this one particular dinner, Kate Blanchett's character, who is a psychiatrist, Walks up to Bradley Cooper while he's doing a performance and starts just kind of rattling off some things, which Bradley Cooper starts picking up on that She knows what might be going on with all this. But then he plays it off as tell what's in your purse and she has a gun in her purse. How would you have known that? And it impresses the crowd. And she says that she has a patient. She wants Bradley Cooper to see. Because if you're really psychic, you should be able to pick up on things and figure out what's going on with him, because I can't help him. That's where the movie starts to take shape. So again, Bradley Cooper's character started off in the carnival. He meets someone in the carnival that does I-can-read-your-mind tricks. He is warned from that point because Bradley Cooper asked him, like, hey, well, if you could do all this stuff, why don't you try to make it big somewhere else instead of doing this in the carnival? And he was like, well... Because I actually believed I could do this, and I was ruining people's lives. Based off of that, it parallels what happens to Bradley Cooper's character. That, again, Bradley Cooper just taking the con one step too far. Instead of just saying, like, hey, you got me. He just continues on to a point people are really depending on him. Figure things out. Maybe someone might have passed away. What was this person thinking? Are they in the room with us type thing? Bradley Cooper's really got these people convinced that he can do all the stuff that he's saying. And then again, he's ruining people's lives in the process. He's ruined his own life in this process because eventually Rooney Mara has to leave him because he's just sociopathic. He can't stop. That comes to a head at some point, but aside from that, I would say the acting is okay. It's a little bland. As far as Garamond Toro goes, he has done a lot of movies I like. So, Shape of Water is a wonderful, wonderful movie. Pacific Rim, great movie. Pan's Labyrinth, great movie. Hellboy 1, good movie. Blade 2, great movie. Crimson Peak, yeah. But he has done some good stuff. And I would put this movie kind of down there with Crimson Peak. It is out there, it exists, it's well produced, well shot. Guillermo del Toro, generally when he does his own properties, when he's doing his own stories, this particular movie is just not there. There is just a lot of emptiness in this movie because the movie is also extremely long. The movie is about two and a half hours. and A lot of that, again, maybe the first half an hour, you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then when you figure out what's going on, you're still at the carnival. And then you have that part where... Again, Bradley Cooper breaks off from the carnival and tries to take the act on the road, passing himself off as a true psychic, convincing other people, but destroying other people's lives in the process. Again, that's really the arc of the movie, but the movie just ends weirdly. You can kind of see it coming at a certain point. I think Tony Collette's character is probably the best person in this. So I would probably say Tony Collette and also... Rooney Morrow is okay. Willem Dafoe, very good actor. He's in this movie. But other than that, there's really not much going on with this movie. And I think some of it's just the constraints of the book. And then the prior film, i looked at some stuff on YouTube done in the Guillermo del Toro style. I mean, for a score, I'd give this probably maybe like a 5.5. Crimson Peak or Shakable Water? of Water all day long. Pacific Rim or Blade 2? That's a tough one right there for me. Other things he has done are much stronger. Movies. Anything he might do in the future will be stronger than this one. I think all I can describe I was like Pan's Labyrinth. Great movie. But this one, barely okay. Very bland. I think that's the biggest thing I can say about it. And there's like a whole bunch of Oscar buzz around this saying that Guillermo del Toro should win best picture or something like that, then it's not worth it. A well shot movie is is just a lesser movie than things that he has done in the past. That's really all I have to say. That's the Beast Game Podcast.